Today and down the rabbit hole, we're going to cover DMCA strikes on Twitch and why it could mean the end of the platform. by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories. They wanted to develop an energy drink that aids in multiple different categories, which includes targeted focus, enhanced recovery time as glycogen becomes depleted, improved clean energy levels, boost in stamina, and hydration. Most importantly, each can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, to give you a smarter and healthier option. You shouldn't have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, opt for the smart choice with the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market to date with Raise Energy. And make sure to use code MORPH, that's M-O-O-R-P-H, on your next purchase from Rep Sports. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody once again that I stream every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 p.m. on Twitch TV under the name Morph Games. That's M-R-R-P-H Games. And you can always check out the video version of the podcast and other videos I upload on my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash morphine, M-R-R-P-H-E-E-N. As streamers, there's a lot of things that we have to worry about when we're going live. One of them, though, that we didn't know we really had to pay too much attention to was DMCA strikes something that reared its ugly head in the middle of 2020 and hasn't slowed down since. If you're unfamiliar with DMCA, it stands for the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, a law that was passed in the United States in 1998. It's a law that basically tries to prevent any attempts by someone to get around the copyright status or DRM of any work. And it provides both civil and criminal penalties for the people that violate the law. The civil penalties for violating DMCA are $2,500 for your first offense, or if you're a repeat offender, the copyright holders can claim up to three times that amount. On the criminal side, the penalties for a first-time offender are up to five years in jail and a penalty up to $500,000. And if you're a multiple offender, you can get a fine up to $1 million and up to 10 years in jail. While Twitch has largely remained unscathed from DMCA strikes, the RIAA, the Recording Industry Association of America, has sent about 700 notices since they began sending them out in 2017. That relatively low amount of DMCA strikes really didn't cause a lot of fear in the hearts of streamers. However, since mid-2020, the RIA has sent thousands of DMCA strikes to Twitch. Streamers have been begging Twitch for years to do something about these DMCA strikes. Twitch has largely remained silent on the issue, uh, issuing occasion press releases, but the big news came about six months ago when Twitch announced a, an agreement with one of the bodies that sends out these notices. However, the agreement was a little bit lackluster because all it really said was that they established an internal team on Twitch to handle DMC violations and to look into them, and they provided some tips and tools to streamers to be able to prevent DMC strikes, such as eliminating their old VODs and deleting VODs right off the creator page. But despite all these tools and notice and understanding of the law, some bigger names on Twitch that have been caught up in this since mid-2020 include Kitty Plays, Squishy Muffins, Project Melody, Yoda, Papillette, Summit 1G, Hassan, Host, XQC Cow, and Pokimane. And it's the latter that's caused the biggest news around DMCA in recent times. Pokimane, who has never been banned on Twitch, is one of the biggest streamers and the biggest female streamer, was banned for DMCA violations for 48 hours before she returned on January 10th. 
her violation was streaming about 10 hours of Avatar The Last Airbender anime, which had consisted of about 30 episodes to her 25,000 user audience. If the copyright holder decided to sue Pokimane, she would be sued for approximately $1.9 billion. Pokimane, for her part, didn't seem to take it all too seriously when the news first came out and poked a little fun at it, but she did address it when she came back from her ban. And while it's questionable whether Pokimane really understands or appreciates the gravity of the situation she's in, she did say this on Twitter regarding it. In my opinion, it was inevitable publishers would take action on me or someone else during this Twitch React meta. Just to be clear, I'm not surprised and I don't think this is unfair. In my opinion, it was inevitable that publishers would take action on me or someone else during this React meta. Poki then went on to say and suggest that Twitch should work with publishers so that streamers could continue to kind of do this kind of thing legally. XQC, who is the biggest streamer on Twitch, stated that despite the recent drama with Twitch and Miskiff and other streamers, he had no intention on stopping the React meta. So now that we're all grounded, now that we're all grounded, we can kind of address what all this means. So one thing that has become painfully clear to me is that a lot of streamers, these big streamers, think that they are entitled and untouchable. But I can assure you, I can assure you that neither of those takes is true at all. They can indeed be punished. And I don't just mean by Twitch's ban. I mean by actually being sued, actually being sued by the publishers, by the copyright holders for the copyright works that they're violating. And then that's none more evident by the fact that XQC says he has no intention on stopping by Pokemon setting, we should be allowed to do this anyway, by Hassan calling out a YouTube streamer, a former Twitch streamer, Ludwig, for essentially quote unquote snitching on other streamers for what they were doing. And the problem with this, and the reason why it's going to get bigger, and the reason why it could damage Twitch down the road, is that you have these big name streamers with millions of fans who listen to their every word, also thinking, as the streamers tell them, that this is no big deal, they should be able to do whatever they want. And it doesn't matter that people like DJ Wheat, who's Twitch's head of production, comes out and says that, hey, fuck around and find out what happens if you continue to violate these terms. Look, I'm a streamer too. I've been on Twitch, I've been on YouTube, I've done a little bit of time on Trovo, and, and I understand to an extent where people are coming from. But what I don't understand is I don't understand how bigger streamers who have people around them, lawyers, management teams, can think that this is okay. And it seems like they're just sort of willing it to be okay. Saying, I think we should do this, therefore I will. XQC saw what happened with Pokemon and XQC saw what happened with Pokemon. And he's still like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to continue to do this because I want to. Because I want to. I get that you are the biggest streamer on Twitch. Pokemon. I get that you are one of the top 30 streamers on the platform. But you guys don't understand how serious this is. And I have a feeling that you're overestimating your power as simply being one of the biggest streamers on the biggest streaming platform, right? Sure, you might make millions of dollars and have millions of fans, but the average person outside of the Twitch verse, outside of the gaming verse, doesn't know who you are. People at the record companies don't care who you are. They will find you. You'll be lucky if they don't attract and go after criminal penalties. You really want to spend five years in jail for streaming Avatar The Last Airbender. And as 
ridiculous as that might sound, as ridiculous as that might sound, Pokimane profited from showing those episodes. She got subs and bits and donations during that time. She streamed it for 10 hours because her audience of 25 to 30,000 people were enjoying it and they were giving her financial benefit from it. That is the definition of violation for that law. And there is very little chance that she is going to get out of this completely free. Even if you don't hear it in the news, trust me, there will be a settlement that happens behind the scenes. Whether that settlement is arranged on behalf of Pokey and her legal team or Twitch and their legal team to sort of protect one of their star streamers, they will do something. And another misconception that I've seen around the interweb is that Twitch is going to take care of these fines for them. Well, Twitch won't. Twitch won't take care of these fines because they... Twitch doesn't have the resources to handle the gigantic fines that are likely to come from these DMCA strikes. And secondly, there's something called the safe harbor rule, which protects online businesses such as Twitch and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok from abuses of system or legal penalties that arise from what the users of the platform do. So Twitch actually won't get in trouble for the stuff that Pokimane and others are doing. Neither will Amazon that burden falls directly on the shoulders of the streamer. So if you as a streamer think you're going to go ahead and do this thing, understand that if the company, the publisher, the copyright rights holder chooses to go after you and they can, Twitch is not going to shield you. You are on your own and you will face the penalties for that. Not Twitch, not Pokimane, not XQC, you. The good thing is there is a workaround to all this where you can watch shows and movies legally without getting in trouble. And it is not a hack. It is not a scam. It's utilizing a service that Amazon introduced to Twitch after they bought them. And it's called watch parties. Yeah, you all know what watch parties are. If you have a prime account, you can broadcast anything in the prime catalog that's movies in shows to your viewers. Any of your viewers that have Amazon Prime as well. And you can do that without risk of penalty, civil, or criminal. And you don't even have to do any work. You don't have to gate check that your viewers have Amazon Prime because in order to watch your stream, they have to sign in with Amazon Prime. They have to confirm they have it. So Amazon is covered and you are covered and you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to delete your VODs. You don't have to cross your fingers and hope that Twitch's system isn't going to track you live and ban you live and then you're not going to get a DMCA strike. You don't have to do any of that. And I'm sorry you can't watch Avatar The Last Bender, Airbender. I'm sorry you can't watch MasterChef. This is the system you have to work in. Maybe Twitch one day will reach deals with other publishers in order to be, allow you to broadcast their copyrighted works. But that doesn't exist today, so you need to use what you can. Do not listen to big streamers like Pokimane and XQC and Mizkif and Hassan and others that say, F this, you can do whatever you want, this is stupid and therefore I'm not going to follow it. Don't do that. But if you choose to do that, like DJ Wheat said, fuck around and find out. If you enjoyed the show, have questions or topics you'd like covered in future episodes, let us know in the comments or send us a message. And we're always appreciative of any support for the show that allows us to bring you more high quality content. And as always, work hard, do good, and stay safe.